Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 191. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. You ever just live life, and then you live it, and you realize you're living it? And then when you do that, and you live it, then you're like, wow, I'm living life? Me too. Welcome to the, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to the podcast and the show. Behind the camera, behind the <laughs> computer. <laughs> you messed me up, man. Is uh, Fun Turn Clint. Hello, Fun Turn. Hello, hello. There he is. Silky smooth voice. Anyway, what's real talk? It's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and anything in between, everything in between. Yes. Welcome to the show. We really love you. We don't know what you look like, probably, but we love you anyway. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> but we do love you. We're excited that you're here. We do a lot of wild things in this show. We're just some young Christian guys trying to tell you what we think about life, but more importantly, what the Bible says about life. We so, love Christ. What? Said so we love Christ. Amen. So we kind of. Oh, this reminds me of something I want to talk about. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, somewhere in the description of this video, you're going to find a podcast. I mean, gosh. Somewhere in the description of this video, you're going to find a link. www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk should pop up on the screen if you're watching on the video. If you click that link all the way down to submit a question, hit submit, follow the instructions, you can submit a topic, question, uh, an article, um, and it will go into our database instantaneously and anonymously, genuinely. Couldn't find it if we tried. That's right. Maybe you have a question you want to ask about God, life, the Bible, church, Christianity, us, anything like that, but you just haven't felt comfortable asking someone in person that question, whether you're a Christian, whether you're not, whether you're curious. This is an opportunity and a safe place to be able to, for you to be able to do that. Boom. There it That's is, it. man. You like my notes? <laughs> I want to point this out, and it's... Before we get we go anywhere, this is so important. All right. Actually, no. Before I do this, I'm going to let AJ talk to you about the Real Ones Fan Club, and then I have a very important announcement. All right, cool. So, for those of you, first off, I want to say thank you to everyone who's a supporter of Real Talk, and they're a part of the Real Talk Real Ones Fan Club. If you want to be a part of that, there's two tiers. We have $15 a month and $30 a month. The $15 tier one gets you bonus content exclusively that is to you only. And before I even go any further... Those of you who are listening to this, we need your email to send you the bonus content. So if you haven't sent us your email, please send us your email if you're a part of the fan club already. Now, if you're a Tier 2 member, which is $30 a month, not only do you get exclusive bonus footage, you also get an exclusive merchandise item that is specifically for Real Talk Real Ones. So, want to sign up? Send us, send us a, a thing. <laughs> send us your info. Um, you can also go to W. Did you do the link to actually donate? That's what I was about to do. Okay, I just couldn't think how to word it. <laughs> It's so if it's www. Wait, pause. If you want to donate, yes. go to www.theremnant.life slash give. There's a drop down box. Go down to Real Talk. It goes into uh, Real Talk automatically. This is a nonprofit, it's a ministry. So not only are you going to be getting those bonus gifts, but you're going to be supporting what we do. And I can promise you this this is a fact. Someday we'll do behind the scenes. Maybe we'll have guests. Oh, yeah. have been, but people's lives have been changed through this show. Mm. And it wouldn't be possible. If it weren't for you guys listening, watching, and supporting us, yes, no way to do that. And if you do decide and you can to claim donate, it on your taxes, etc. Absolutely. And if you do decide to donate, please send us all your information, including your email address and your and your shipping address, so that we can get you stuff. Yeah, and, and you that do is that at www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. And then yeah, follow the instructions. Yes. Um. So this is important to discuss. All right. They say, AJ. Mm-hmm. That imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Oh, boy, here we go. Did you know they said that? <laughs> I've heard this. But I want to add something a little extra. Okay. I feel that copycats are chumps. <coughs> so why do you say this, Todd? 
This is complete opposite. I want to point this out to you because I don't find it to be flattery. Mm. We have, it has come to our attention, and I cannot believe this. And I'm, if they listen and hear this, and I believe they well, do, yeah, we are inviting you to have a dialogue with us to make peace. Okay? Because we're about to have a war. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out, and I'm not going to give them free, I'm not going to give them free publicity here. I'm not going to send viewers their way. That's right. But I want you guys to know that are listening. And if you're, you know who you are. There is another real talk. You from the 574? Listen to me. A real talk from our, from our home area. Same area code. Yep. From South Bendish. South area. Bendish. Yep. I want you to know, this is important, AJ, for a second. And we all know this. Let's, all, all jokes somewhat aside. Somewhat. I cannot put into words what has happened here. Now, I get what you're saying. Maybe someone just picked the name... Real talk, mm-hmm. because they want to have real talk. Sure. And maybe they just added two other words to make it seem like it's a unique idea. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's the case. But then let me, may I present evidence that, if I'm honest, I think certainly makes the case that we were copied. Present the information. Number one, <clears throat> they say, they literally have three things. They say that, you remember this? They talk about this, these two guys. Two guys. Two guys. They talk about life, culture, and society. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that it? Or life, God, cult, God, life, and culture. Something like that. It's, okay. it's, it's that sounds really lines. weird. Like God, life, the Bible. Bible, and everything in between. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, and this is the one. This is this is this is the evidence. We are known for our kind of our catchphrase at the end of our uh, our descriptions, right? Yeah. If you're a, if you're a long-term listener, long-term viewer, you know we love to tell you guys to invite you to the coziness of our show by saying, hey, you know the deal. Get comfy, grab your favorite, uh, grab your favorite drink, get comfy, and join the guys, or join us, they say, depending mm-hmm. on you, for some real talk. That's, that, that is it. Do you that know, AJ, what they write at the end of theirs? Tell me. Grab your favorite hot cocoa, <laughs> get comfortable, <laughs> and join us for a great convo or real talk or anything like that. Do you understand that? The, the odds, guys, the odds that someone in this area would magically come up with these phrases on their own. Listen, man, an exact I, kind of show. It, can we, I mean, seriously, it's, 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 not, it's almost not feasible. Listen, man. You think, I, but first of all, I need to make sure people know this isn't a joke. They literally did put that at the end of their It's true. That, that is true. You know what? While you uh, talk about this, I'm going to pull it up and read it exactly. So listen, listen, man, I, like you said, imitation is the greatest form of flattery, but I can understand the frustration that they, <laughs> they did. I mean, once again, we're open to a dialogue. If you gentlemen are watching this, please just tell us what's going on. We, oh, we know, know you're watching. We know, yeah. <laughs> well, there's no doubt. So Okay, here's, 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 a lay, here's one from November 24th. Okay. So grab that pumpkin pie, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Oh, man, okay? that's so similar, dude. Oh, I'm that's not so done. It gets, it gets more similar. Oh, put, I, a, put, a co- put a pot of coffee on. Join us on this important conversation. Hold on. Oh, man. This is, this is, odd. This is so oddly similar. Oh, this one right here. This one. This is it. This is, the- this is from November 10th. Listen to this. So heat up your favorite hot beverage, get comfortable, and listen to this exciting conversation. Man, dude, that is so... Come on, guys. In all seriousness, can we just... Guys, listen. You know who you are. You know who you are. All right? I don't remember your guys' names, (laughs) but I would say them if I could. Okay, yeah, I do. I don't even know if I should say them. Mark, Chris, we don't know you, and we want to have peace with you. 
We want to have peace. You, you got to admit, circumstantial evidence is pointing to the fact that you stole our idea and are running your own version uh, of this well, show. Well, definitely. We, we started before you, buddies. You that's know, that's, that's a really interesting did start before y'all. There, that buddy. is true. Now, listen. We love the idea that people are out there having these kind of conversations. Absolutely. Right? It's cool. I love it, genuinely. This is what we want to do, inspire people to have these conversations. Yes. But there's a subtle difference between inspiration and imitation. That's, See what that's I did the there? name of this episode. What was it? What did I say? <laughs> inspiration inspiration versus imitation. All right, done. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, Nice, got him. Or, I know or I'm. We ca- just put their names for this as the title. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I want you to understand this for real. I'm, I'm being serious, guys, because we did discover this. Who told us about this? Mad Max. Mad Max, Mad Max came across yeah. it, and Mad Max was like, "Oh yeah, there's another one." And then we started looking, and that is when we found the deeper we went down this rabbit hole, the more it was just, mm-hmm. it was a repainted dude, and they didn't even use different colors. They just painted a different. Yeah, man. So <laughs> Not even a listen. Name, just- we're brothers in Christ. We assume you know the Lord. It seems that way. Oh, yeah. We love you. We want peace. Reach out to us. Let us know what's going on. Why did you steal us? <laughs> why, why did you steal us? All right? Because, uh, but I'm serious. This is a yeah, real thing. we really want to hear from you. No, it's I mean, true. also that sincerely, it's, it's, I'm not sure what to do with this. It's on the true. one hand, don't know what it to do feels about. like, can I be honest with you? Yeah. This feels like a joke. But it's not. Yeah, right? It's I not. mean, come on. If you were to if I were to read that. We're making it light, but it's But it I mean, it does seem like someone's messing with this. Remember I, agree. I read it and I go, this is impossible. I know. That's also because like people don't know outside of the show, not only just your life in general, but also just the the odd things that happens to the crew and the interns That's here true. on a regular basis. That's true. This fits with like honestly, when I mean, we heard this, uh, my first thought was is I was like yeah, yeah, that 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 fits. That, that fits tracks. with yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need we need peace. We, we need, need peace. peace because, frankly, I'll tell you what this has taught us is about our trademark and copywriting stuff. Oh, That's true. Yeah. Uh, although I'm pretty sure we have all rights reserved on some of this stuff, don't we? Some of sure. it. I already. Yeah. I'm. I am talking yeah. to the social media guy. Because the this is what happens, man. Mm-hmm. When you hit the not big time. The Somebody wants to uh, when you when you get on that Y list. Yeah. So, you know, I am pr- I'm kind of disappointed because this has happened before. Remember, yeah. there was a, there was a place here in town. Oh yeah. That tried to do the same thing. Yep. Now again, I, we can't. We really do want to inspire people to have these conversations. Absolutely. But we do. couldn't you just just give a shout out? Even just like, hey, you know mm-hmm. what? Thanks for the inspiration. We yep. I feel like we do that. Oh, absolutely. You know? Definitely we do. We've given shout-outs to people. Oh, 100%, man. Even people that don't go to this church. Yeah, dude. support the show. So, anyway, very heartbreaking <laughs> to find out that we have been stolen. We've been stolen. <laughs> so, anyway, give us back. <laughs> All right? <laughs> give back. But, yeah, it's very odd, man. What do you think about it? Uh, dude, it's strange, man. I mean, like, come on. What like you, you said, there, there's a small part of me that's flattered. I'm like, you know what? We must do something that's good enough that people want to imitate, sure. which is pretty cool. But I also understand them taking credit for something that it's very, very, very possible that they did not come up what with. What percentage do you think is the chance that they did this independently? It's, 
I give it. Given our man. reach, dude, I give it 20%. because we have we reach quite a bit in this area. We do. I, I give it twenty percent. So okay. you think eighty percent chance that they took this from us? That 100%. they they came across us and decided to kind of do it better? I'm probably right. I'm That's a, probably what they did. They're I'm like hundred percent on the eighty percent. Because what are the odds they take the name and just add two words? Oh yeah, yeah, man. That it also yeah, is slightly insulting. Is... Are they implying we are not? That we're not Christians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why don't you tell I us, did guys? think that. Did you have that thought at all? I, I like, didn't think that. What an that odd until thing. You just said that. Yeah, those two, those, they, those, those are pagans. No yeah. way they know the Lord. <laughs> those are hellions. Oh, you know what man. I mean? <laughs> Some heathens over yeah. there. So, anyway, that's a real thing, man. So, it is. Hey. So, yeah, reach out to us for real. Yeah. And if, you've, if, you're, if we'll you be. watch that other show, let's just say for some crazy reason or listen. Yeah. Which I don't think you probably would if you're a fan of this show. Very different vibes. Yeah, Definitely yeah. different vibes. Um, Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, it's I, best. I, so anyway, we love people. We love Jesus. We love good conversation. But good golly, Miss Molly. Good yeah, golly. Just a shout out would it be. You know, I would have been like, you know what? That's really cool. And you could even make up for it if you just give us a shout out on your next episode because we'll be listening. And watching. I won't, but... Uh, I will be reading your description. <laughs> I'll be reading your description. We'll be we'll be expecting you. So anyway, that was I just wanted to point that out because I thought it was so wild. It is wild, and yeah, it's Turns just up. it's nuts, man. I can't I can't explain. Our I lives. couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so anyway, um, I do want to give one more shout out here, real quick. Yes, to the lovely Kelsey, and I say lovely knowing that her husband Arnold could snap me in half. <laughs> but uh, Kelsey, thank you so much. She donated recently yes. to the show. Pretty, pretty. From what I from front to that was a pretty significant amount. So thank you so much for your. And I know that you supported the show for a long time, but thank yes. you for for caring enough or having enough passion for the show um, to invest. Thank in, you so in much, this ministry. Um, we appreciate you. We love you. We love your family. Thank you it's so amazing. much. Thank you. Yeah, Arnold, don't kill me. Because <laughs> um, he listens too sometimes, right? I think he does. I love that guy. Arnold is pretty cool. He is. Might as well call him Arnold Schwarzenegger, am I right? Made of, Get to made of iron. Uh, definitely really is. I didn't have anything. Anyway, I have a lot of stuff going on here. We got a lot of new, um, we got a couple of new segments. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited. excited about my new segment here. It's, dude, I'm super stoked. So, in the meantime, should I tell him now to hype it up? Sure. We've got a new segment coming. I know we had Todd's tidbits. It only lasted one week. <laughs> but this time, we really think we're going to go with this. Be prepared for real talks. Fun size philosophy. Fun size philosophy. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Brought to you by a sponsor who wants to have it right here. Actually, there it there's is. two. We do have a sponsor nice. that's wanting to come. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, we do. Um, and we we'll give them. We've had a sponsor before. Mm-hmm. Several. Mm-hmm. We've had several. Anyway, in the meantime, I'm supposed to ask you this according to my show notes. Yes. Did I cut you off on turn? No? Okay. What do you got, AJ? How's life going? I noticed you wrote down your life over there. I did. I wrote so, down my life. What's going Because usually I don't, and it goes disastrously. Disastrously. So, there's three words that came to my mind to start off my my thoughts here in my note, which was sluggards, scoffers, and slack hands. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote that down. I didn't. did. <sighs> okay, go uh, on. So, if if you guys are not familiar with Proverbs, um, <laughs> Proverbs mentions sluggards, scoffers, and slack hands quite a bit. And it honestly, slack hands, it does. Oh, One, okay. Now, I, I don't know if it says it a lot, but I know there's a specific cool. verse that mentions oh. slack hands. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> go on. But it's going to be a new Norman. How many times can I say sluggards, scoffers, and slack hands in a, in a minute? You guys are priority counting. But in Proverbs, it mentions these quite a bit. And the reason why I wrote this down is because um, I started thinking about my life, and I was like, you know what, man? Like, I am a sluggard, dude. Like, 
you know, I can tend to be a lazy dude. I can be. Uh, and, and scoffer, you know, I can be a little arrogant sometimes, man, and I don't listen to people. And, you know, I think I can, you know, I can internally scoff sometimes at some of the things that people tell me to do, and, and it's really annoying because that's like, you know, that's not the heart of Christ. And um, slack hands is kind of similar to sluggard, you know, where it's like I just I can be a slacker sometimes, dude, and, like, I don't want to be that. So um, I wanted to start off with that just because I all started with S, too. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> so, you know... That is, and, and it's cool because uh, this all started because I start, I, I got convicted to do a Bible plan, which I haven't, it's in the Bible app, it's, and it's through the Bible Project. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they, I, what they do is, is their devotionals, actually some of their videos on YouTube, so it's not like you read it, but you watch it, so I've been, and it's, it goes over Proverbs and then Ecclesiastes. It's cool. So man. it's like both sides of life. Mm. So it's really interesting. So I'm still in the Proverbs section of it, but that's how I, I ran into all these words was through that Bible app. Uh, Bible plan. Mm. So, um, and the reason why I got convicted for that is because, like, I talked to, like, two or three people on, like, the same day, and they all mentioned how they were doing a Bible plan in the Bible app. I was like, I feel like God's trying to tell me something. So I was like, you know what? I'll do a Bible plan. Because before that, if you guys have been listening, I was actually reading through Acts. So I stopped reading through Acts, and I've just been in this Bible plan. But um, anyways, so that's kind of where that starts. But other than that, you know, I kind of had a rough couple days this last week. Um just really just I was really struggling mentally um but what was cool is uh the past four to five days I've really turned that around and I've had this this good uh streak of days where like I felt a lot more free man um I felt lighter um my relationship with Jesus has been stronger Mm. um it's good one thing that I've noticed is that I am I'm very indecisive when it comes to life but one thing that I feel like I'm good at is I'm able to be joyful in the in-between so even though I'm I'm having a hard time making decisions in life with things, I can still try to find, when, when I'm actually in the moment, I can be joyful in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool because you know now the only good thing not not the only good thing now the one bad thing about that is uh, I can tend to be more present but also not pay attention to those things that I, I'm still indecisive about, and that's where I can kind of that's where like that that sluggard can come in that sluggard side of me that doesn't do much mm. um, because then I'm just focused on this weird in-between of like trying to be joyful and just like not focusing on the future. Um, another thing I've been thinking about was just my story, man. You know, thinking about, you know, I know a few weeks, two or three weeks ago, I think I, I did my testimony and uh, yeah. I had, I had a good friend of mine reach out to me and talk and they actually told me he watched it. Shout out to Kyle. But, um, oh, he watched it? Yeah, yeah he watched really cool. it. And um, it was cool because he he, text, he he shot me a text, and he was like, hey, man, like, I love you, dude. And he was just like, you know, it was really impactful to hear, like, your whole testimony. And, like, you know, he's like, it's, you know, it it's cool that you were inspiring to me, and you kept talking to me about God when I wasn't a believer yet. And I was like, dang. So that was really encouraging. Um, and it, it just made me, awesome, yeah, it, it just made me think about my story a little bit and, like, where I've come from. And, and that is encouraging because, man, I don't know where I'd be. Mm. I don't. Without Christ, I don't. I don't know where I'd be without you know being plugged into a church. Like I would just, who knows? I can't even tell y'all. So um, yeah, there's that. So that was really cool. Um, and once this is just kind of a thought I had. So this is completely random, but it's just a thought I had, which is with progress comes weight, but with weight comes glory. Um, and are you willing to pick up the weight to achieve glory? So kind of like honestly, part at all or. I mean, to me, it's it's kind of goes back to the beginning of 
you know, when I was talking, which was like this whole idea of like being a slugger and slack hands and all this, like, am I willing to pick up the weight and, and kind of achieve glory through that progress? Like if I'm so desperately wanting to, to achieve progress, I have to be willing to take the weight of that glory. Mm. And so I guess I don't, it's kind of a newer thought. It's something I'm still processing through with you guys live right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I don't know. That's just something that came to my mind. So I think that's me like, Living, it's it's me wanting to live out of who I really am and not who I think I am. So does that make sense? Yeah. So it's funny. <clears throat> I actually had this typed up, and I'll prove it. Oh boy! Because you had sent me a little bit this about the scoffer stuff earlier. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> yeah, because I asked you. <laughs> um, but I, it's funny because I was typing it, and then I actually saw you, and I was like, oh, I might as well just talk to him. As you can see here, I started typing this. Hmm. What I typed to him when he said this is, what's going to be different this time from the other times that you've had this epiphany that you might be a scoffer or slugger to this? Mm. Because I believe you, right? But what's going to be different as far as what you're going to do with this to not stay there? Hmm. I think my attitude, man, I think my attitude can really suck sometimes. And I think I, I, it feels different this time. Like, it feels like I'm having a much better attitude about it, and I think that's going to that's gonna push towards action. But how do you, okay, but what happens if you don't feel that way tomorrow? Um, I th- I th- so how do you take the feelings and move it to action? Hmm. Instead of waiting and, like, banking on the feelings to keep fueling the action. So, do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So I think the reason why my attitude is better is because my, I've had a better relationship with Christ. Okay, but that still's not answering me what's going to be action-wise so that you don't stay a scoffer and a sluggard and these things mm. that you said. Like, because right now you're saying, hey, I think I'm going to change because I have the, you know, it's more positive, which is great. Yeah. But what is the changes coming from that so that when you start that ball rolling it's, and you have a day where you don't feel as motivated that you are still got momentum going? You I know f- what I mean? I see what you're saying. I think I'm going to make decisions quicker. So, like... I don't know if that's is that considered an action? Like one, two. Is it? Is that an action? I think so. Because at least for me, like actually making a choice and then doing it. But how does that relate? Um, because I think that's part of one of the reasons why I can be like I can be like a sluggard, is like I I get so caught up in like not making a choice that I do nothing. So choice making about a, what? Like whether that's like what am I going to do for work or what am I going to do for, um, like what am I going to do in this day? Like that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Okay, so then you decided. Then what? And then I do it. Okay. So I guess for me, when I think about what makes someone a sluggard and not, is is when they get to the point of doing it. It's not just mm. deciding. I think it's I cool you. that you follow that through, right? You actually have a plan to get there. But, like, I really want to encourage you, man. You got to, like, make the action the focus. So mm. how do I get to the action? How do I get to the actual forward progress movement, the actual movement? And I, that's what, and I believe you. I, I don't think you you just described it. Yeah. But like, make sure that once you make a decision, you're still having to make effort to do something. Mm. And I think that one thing that'll really help me is when I is if I don't do it alone. So like, if I tell someone I'm going to do something, that's going to put weight on me. Gotcha. So like, so if I'm like, hey, I've made this choice to do this thing now, I want to tell you guys, so then you guys can hold me accountable to it. Because gotcha. then if I don't then there's weight to that. There's weight to not doing what I said I was going to do. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Cool. Because yeah. I tend to try to do this by myself a lot, and then it just spills out on people, and then it's, it's rough because then I'm spilling on people and I'm putting my stress on people. So, like, if I just tell people when I make the choice, 
to do what I'm going to do, and I tell them that, I feel like that kind of takes that away. Because mm. then they know what I'm supposed to be doing, and they can hold me to it. And it's not just me spilling and freaking out and being anxious. <laughs> so, yeah. That's kind of in general where I, where I guess that, that is life in a nutshell. Mm. But, mm. yeah, thanks for the questions, man, because yeah. it helps me process even more. Cause, Why not? Because yeah, like, even that, that, that last part, I was like, I, I just randomly came to my mind. I think that uh, I think that's cool, man. And like, I just wanted also people to know that like we have we have these conversations off camera. Yes, we that do. text I just hadn't said sending is because you were there. You came in the stairwell right as I was standing at the top. That's, that's what I was so doing. funny. I was texting. I was like, there ain't no point texting. So I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, because um, I thought you were up here and I was going to send it, and then that way we'd have it ahead of time to talk. So mm. you know, and if you guys are out there, that's being in friends with people, like and in being involved and like actually taking the time out of our day. And I don't do it all the time. And I and I wanted and I've told you this. I want to make a better effort of being present and, yeah. and in the moment again because I think I used to be, and it's something I've gotten away from. But you guys got to do that too for your loved ones. If you're married, your your boyfriend's girlfriends, your mom and dad, your friends, your coworkers, like take the time to slow down and actually hear someone. Definitely, and not just go. Mm-hmm. You know, I caught myself doing that this morning. So. With someone else. I, 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 I'm pretty guilty that myself. Like, I can find myself because I'm just in a thousand different places. Yeah, dude. You, that's what's funny. We're probably both a little similar, just different. You can either be very, very distracted or very present. Mm-hmm. There's no in between with you. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think what's tough for you is, is that when you, and you haven't done this in a while, but when you go through those periods of being distracted a lot, then you kind of come out of it and you want your friends to be around you. Like, where's everybody at? Mm, and then you're yeah. gone because they're gone. Yeah. Good quote. I'm not putting quotations. They're not gone, but you know what I mean. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like you. It's like, it's like you go underwater and you come back and like the, right when you were first swimming, people yeah. were around you. Then you go under and you come back and no one's there. You're like, oh. Or they're yeah. like way over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so pretty cool. Yeah, man. How about you? How is the the highway of life for TB? Mm. Um. Well, this this morning <clears throat> I got a chance to talked to my mom in person so my mm-hmm. mom came and spent time with daisy um which enabled me to get ahead in my day a little bit because a lot of people don't know i like my my two pretty much tuesdays thursday fridays very long days for me oh yeah um very because but because i'm with her and i wouldn't trade that for half the day daisy that is and then the other half i have to work to make up that time mm-hmm. but my mom came today and i don't get a chance to talk to my mom a lot my mom comes to see daisy quite a bit but I don't really get a chance to talk to her. It's really mm-hmm. more to see her. So I tried to, um, so hopefully, I don't think she listened to the show, so maybe I'll send it to her. <clears throat> but uh, it was kind of cool. Um, my mom's a pretty cool lady, man. I think I've touched on this before, but my mom's pretty special. And I know everybody says that, and every mom is special. But, you know, talking to my mom, I've said this before. My mom was 17 years old, almost 18, when she had me. I want you to, like, consider that for a second. And by the age of, let's see. 22 she had three kids that were uh four and a half and under man so uh you know she she grew up in appalachia which is eastern kentucky appalachia area is what they call like west virginia eastern kentucky so we're in eastern kentucky shout out floyd county what up floyd county Um, that's where i was born and um man i just my mom is a really unique lady and um you know left everything that she knew down there her family's very, very close. She's got like 10 brothers and sisters. I've told you this. I've got like 43 first cousins. That's wild. That on one side. It's wild. Um, but uh, so, so I say all that because, you know, she said something today, and this is just me being really real, and I haven't really processed this at all. Mm. This is literally the first time because I came straight here. Real talk, man. 
And, you know, I don't want to get too much into it because you guys know, and long-term listeners know, I really struggle sometimes to talk about my, my family and my, my life, even yeah. though it's part of my story. Because I love my family. You guys know this. Oh, yeah. But sometimes if you took snippets, you could be like, this guy doesn't, doesn't care about his family, you know, or he's hurt or whatever. And it's like, no, it's not that. The, the, the vast majority of things I feel for my family are kind of awe and respect, right? And like, man, especially being an adult, I know how hard that would have been. Oh, yeah. And my mom, listen, my mom and my dad, but I don't talk about my mom today. My mom did it on her own. She didn't have help. She didn't, as far as, um, you know, from parents or anything, they, they literally worked their way up, you know, and I think she's okay. My mom started as like a burger flipper at McDonald's. And I tell people all the time, and she's now a regional supervisor. She won the national, I don't know if I even told you guys this. My mom won a national award from a Copco Corporations nationally, okay? Wow. She's, a, she's a rock star, and um, so, so I'm proud of her in that, and, and I have probably some of my work ethic from her. And, but, you know, if I'm just being real blunt with you, um, she, she carried a lot of weight, um, growing up, hmm. um, and was it really, you know, and I'll, I'll try not to get emotional here because talking to her today made me, made me think about this again, but she really, she carried a lot of weight for me and my siblings, um, alone a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times. And you know, what's crazy about my mom, you know, my, my dad and my mom, they're not together anymore. Mm-hmm. But my dad, and uh, whenever they would have problems growing up, and I can, looking back through adult eyes, I know that. What's incredible is my mom never talked negative about my dad one time. It's pretty cool. In my man. entire life, dude. It's pretty cool. It makes me emotional because um, that's crazy. And I, don't, I know I couldn't have done that. You know what I'm saying? Even just from emotions. And she's, she, just, she never did that. And um, she never made us feel like we didn't have anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, even during tough times in our life when, when we didn't have probably the finances, really, she always made sure that every holiday was special. She made a way, man. She did. She made a way for us to always have holidays and to have gifts and birthdays. And, um, and she said something today, and I don't even know if I've told you this. I kind of hinted at it. So I've got uh, two brothers. I've got a brother, and I'm the oldest. I've got a younger brother, a younger sister, and then I have a half-sister who mm-hmm. is, like, 17. So yeah. a big difference, age difference. But when I say my brother and sister at this moment, I'm talking about the two I grew up with. Um, it's interesting, man, because we kind of talked today about the difference between how she interacts with my brother and sister and how she interacts with me. Mm. And it was kind of cool because trying to have – what I've tried to do lately, and I encourage this for you guys too, is, is to be who I am – who, who I really am as an adult man with my mom. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, I want to have a real relationship with my parents, meaning, and to have a real relationship with them means I've got to, like, be like I am with you guys, like who I really am. And I, I said understand. that to her, right? Yeah. I was like, you know, I haven't really been me with you. Not I've been fake, but I just, you guys know what I mean by that. I've just kind of kept it sort of businessy at times. Yeah, I 100%, 100% get what you're saying. Am I rambling too much? Is this disinteresting? No, no, this is good. So... I'll try to, yeah, apologize if it's going long for you guys, but this is, this is really something to process. Real talk, man. It's what it is. So she said something today with, with her being alone a lot, and, and this was sort of validating. Um, she, she said, you know, a lot of times growing up, man, this is going to be, she said it was just me and you is what she said. Um, 
And that's kind of like, was kind of validating in a way because, and she said this too, you know, I, I carried a lot of weight as a kid, a lot of weight, um, especially during times when we were, when it was just my mom. Hmm. And I don't mind that, right? You know, that she, she needed me, you know, she did, she needed me. Um, and I guess it kind of did feel like that sometimes, you know, it's funny when you grow up a certain way, you don't know what, you know, I didn't know I was carrying that weight because that's just how it is. You know what I mean? Like that's just, that was my life. And I, it wasn't bad. That's not what I'm saying. But it's interesting, man, because it kind of gave me flashbacks to a lot of my life when like it was that way, you know, um, being the oldest, you know, and even as a kid, and some of you out there probably know what I mean if you're the oldest, especially it's like, I, you know, I want to take care of my mom even when I was a little kid, yeah. you know? Um, and I still want to take care of my mom, even though she would never let me, right? <laughs> she just isn't. <laughs> Uh, but it was just, it was really interesting to have her tell me, same thing my dad, I talked to my dad a few, couple months ago, and I say this to people all the time, listen, some people are going to be like, why are you whining about your family? He's like, dude, I love my family, and listen, a lot of you out there that make those comments, you're not making any effort to have a relationship with your parents, and mm. you take that for granted, and yeah, you don't want to interact, or you don't want to deal with maybe hurts, or you don't want to deal with the past at all, and you know, it's not like it's always bad. It's just interesting to try to become who I am now with my parents. Um, but I've been very independent for a long time. And she said that today, too. Like, I've done a lot of stuff on my own. Um, but that's led to a really weird dynamic in my family. Because out of all of the family, my siblings, and I have, I have nieces and nephews, yeah. I am the one that is probably spoken to the least and has the most... I'm kind of the black sheep, what I feel like. And, when I, and I don't mean that in a whiny way, but partially what she said was because, you know, because I'm independent, I don't need anything. And it's like she said something really powerful, and this isn't an insult to my siblings at all, but she's like, you know, they, they needed more, you know, and now she is. Oh. And I didn't, and mm. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, my dad said the same thing a few months ago. Uh, wow. Where he said, you know, I think I told you this. He said, you know, I know everything that you've done, you did on your own. And it's just put me in a weird spot because I, I started thinking of how, like, there's a lot of benefits to that. We just talked about this the other day. There's a lot yeah. of benefits to it. Like, I, 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 I grind, right? I take care of business. I don't quit. But sometimes I wonder if that's made me hard, you know, or made me, you know, contributed to my, I don't know. It's hard for me to need people. Like when you, like, you know like what I'm emotionally? In, a, in a, any way. It's mm. hard for me to need people in any way. You know I gotcha. that. And I'm not, it's really popular to say this crap. I had a good childhood, okay? I was blessed. I have been blessed by my parents. They gave me a lot of opportunities yeah, that a yeah, lot man. of people don't have. So I want to be clear on that. They gave Absolutely. me a lot. Of, but I'm saying once I got to, to a certain age, man, I, I've, you know, my, my siblings, they did need more. And, you know, that my... You know, your parents are adults. They're, they're human beings with their own feelings and their own issues and their things that they struggle with, right? Like, yeah. we all have those things. Yeah, at the end of the day, they're just humans. They're man. human, man. Yep. And that's what makes them amazing, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, so I guess all that to say, it was really cool to talk to my mom. Like, I never really, I, I tried to be present like I am with you, I just said, with my mom today and just listen to her and be able to hear her, where she's at in her life right now and, you know, some of her stresses and then just kind of be able to ask some questions. And, and it wasn't like this super deep thing, you know, this heart-to-heart thing because it didn't get to last very long. But it's left me with a lot of, I, I think, uh, questions for myself of 
Okay, certainly mm-hmm. I know the positives. The positives of, of sort of, quote, being on my own, end quote, right? Grinding, doing this. Yeah. Has been great. It's made, there are definitely positives. I'm a hard worker. Um, I don't know, there's a lot of things. But, you know, I, I wonder how much of that, and this isn't their fault, because it's kind of a cycle, right? I don't need anything. I do it on my own, and then I don't need them, or quote, need them. You always need your parents, no matter how old you get. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes, like, have I contributed mm. to the idea that I don't need them? Dude, you know that's, that's interesting. Yeah, so, that, that hit me, too. I was like, yeah. Oh. So I don't know. That probably seems like a lot of rambling. I'm trying to figure out what to do with that, you know? How do I have a relationship? Because it is true, man. Like, I, I, this, sound, this is really hard to admit on, on camera or on video or on audio. Like, I love you guys better than I love my family a lot of times. Same. Like, that's blunt talk. Um, Same. And it doesn't mean emotionally I don't love them as much. Sure, but you but just But you know like, me better. You guys know me better than uh, who I am now. Agreed. <clears throat> you know what well, I'm saying? that makes me think about what it means when you are a believer amidst people who are they, are they not? Sure. You know, like, and, sure. that's, and I don't, that could be, like, that's just using my family as an example. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, 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 it can create, like, a weirdness. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, maybe that's something. No, that's good, man. I mean, that definitely is part of it with, with most of my family. With most of them, right. I think that sometimes I put on my mom. Man, this is hard without sounding emotional because I feel kind of bad about this. I think sometimes I maybe internally, like subconsciously, put me being having to be on my own or not need and I put that kind of like she chose that like she she didn't want to be there mm. you know what I'm saying yeah yep. and I don't think that's the case because I've always known deep in my heart for the most part that if I you know my mom loves me and so and I again I'm blessed my I know let me put it this way I know beyond a shadow of a doubt my mom loves me a lot of people out there that don't know that <clears throat> but it's just a hard place man it's hard to process and I struggle sometimes on the show because I'm torn between Trying to show people out there that it's okay to think this stuff through and also honoring my family. Yep. <clears throat> because you guys know this. I, and I, and I, I say this in case she ever listens to it. You know how much I honor my mom. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know that. Uh, you both do. Everybody who knows me knows that. You know, that's oh, one yeah. of my non-negotiables. We talk about your, your nuts, right? It's from a book. Your, your non-negotiable, unalterable terms. And one of those for me is I'll take care of my mom. Yep. Because she's always taking care of me. Not that she will let me. <clears throat> but... um. Man, it's just odd to grow up, man, and then realize and see your parents as adults and humans. And you realize, you know, when you look at your parents, and this goes for everyone, and you recognize that they have their own fears and hurts and wounds. And and my mom's life growing up was crazy, dude. So for her to give me the life that she gifted me with. It's a miracle, probably. it's it's, It's honest to God, miraculous. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, whether or not my mom knew Jesus when we were growing up, she acted a lot more like Jesus to her kids than a lot of these parents that are, quote, Christians act to theirs. And that's a fact. And she taught me more about faithfulness in the midst of, like, when you're getting nothing in return. Yeah. And um, commitment. Yeah. You know, than really probably anyone in my life. I was about to say, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Um, but, you know, the other side of that... 
And it's funny because I know people don't have the full background. You guys do. I'm just pr- pretty much like I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> but I don't know if I can go back, though. Like, mm-hmm. this is where I'm at. I don't think I can go back to needing some needing. You know what I'm saying? Cause because it, the, is it, that because of, like, the scars or is that because Yeah, man, of... like, um, I mean, there's definitely some hurts there. Yeah. There's definitely some hurts there. Or it's just because it would be. And I don't want to. I was about to say, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't want to, because there's a part of me, dude, that loves the fact that I did it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That like, and that's a probably not a good part of me. Is like, I didn't need you, right? Not even yeah. necessarily to my mom. That, that sounds really harsh, but because, I, you know, when I look at my mom, I look at a victim. If I'm honest, and so she would hate that in some ways because she had to. Man, she just had to take care of a lot of had stuff. A, had a rough go of it, man. Only some of it. She would say she had a great life. She doesn't whine. You gotta know my mom. She ain't a whiner. She don't <laughs> complain. And that's why I hesitate to talk about this. And even as I'm saying, I was like, am I gonna make him cut this? But because I want to honor her so bad, and I never know the line, mm. you know. But really, if it comes back to me, I just I don't know. You know, there's certain things that happen in our life, dude, that I don't know if you can ever get back. And I've told you that before. There's things inside of me, man. Things have been shaped. That have been broken off, right? That I can't be. And it's the beauty of God and the Holy Spirit is he he takes that, right? That that part of these things that I am. And he sanctifies it anyway. And even though there's, and this is hard to accept, man. There's things that, you know, we always think we're going to heal, right? Emotionally. We think that there's going to come a day. And I know we talked fun term, we talked about this, like, you hope, hold out hope. Things are going to work out. You're going to have this deep relationship with the people you love. Yeah. It's all going to come together like a Hallmark movie, and it's all going to be great. And Hallmark. you're, you're going to wake up tomorrow and, not, and be trusting of people, and you're going to wake up tomorrow and know how to do things you know, emotionally the right way. But here's the thing, dude. That might not happen. That's really good. You know, you, I may never be able to feel normal in relation to needing people, trusting people, being the family that I want to give you know, but, and here's the thing, here's the but, and this is what I meant by, kind of goes to what you said about action. That doesn't mean that I can't live that out. You see what I'm saying? Right, Even if I about- never feel comfortable doing it, real love means I'm going to give my daughter what, what I don't know how to give. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, because it's not about how you feel, man. It's, yeah, it's, man, it's, it's the about, action. It's about what you do with it. Because I can know what's right. Even if I don't feel like doing that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. And, and I got to quit waiting. And, and this hit me today. Um, I, I got to quit waiting to heal, man, because it may never happen. That's really and, good. And God's dude. taken me, right? And that's the beauty of it. It's like, I've t- um, <clears throat> I believe it's Jacob, right, that wrestles with God. Yeah. And it's a powerful thing, man. Jacob wrestles with God, and it says, you know, he contended with God, changed the name, and he, he walked with a limp forever after that. Hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. God loved him, right? But the, oh, but the, yeah. And sometimes, man, I think I told you I had a mentor say that to me before, the guy that I still haven't messaged back. But like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's just who it is. And we've got to learn to walk with those limps and still honor God instead of waiting and saying, the only way that I can honor him is if he fixes is, that is limp. when I'm not limping anymore. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not saying I live that, right? That's... And neither do you. But like, I think internally, I keep going, oh, tomorrow, right? You know, when I was 19, I'm like, hey, when I'm 23, I'll be... I'll be healed. Yep. Oh, no, when I'm 25, I'll be fixed, you know, last year. And uh, does that make sense? Without, no, dude, that's it too, so too good, man. No, that sense. is such a, like, dude, that you want to talk about wrestling with faith and, like, wrestling with, like, 
the the foundation of what what life is supposed to be like, dude. Like you just hit the nail on the head with what it is, because like that is what faith is. Walking when when it's like mm-hmm. that, that's what it is. So like, even if the healing doesn't come, and that's the part that's hard about life, dude. And here's the cool thing: sometimes he does heal parts of me. There's parts of me that have been healed. Absolutely, dude. I there are parts of me that's that a are miracle. Healed. Of all yes, this. but. You know, maybe uh, maybe the limp will always but the be miracle's there. Miracle still part of the limp too. That's, that's the, true. That's the beauty in it. That's true. He heals, but there's also still the miracle doesn't just lie in what he heals. The miracle lies in the the fact that you still go despite that, mm-hmm. and that he's he's there with you the whole way. Yep. Yeah. So y'all all that came listening. from this weird talk. What I said? Y'all better be listening. I'm yeah. serious. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, I don't have any answer. Anyway, I love my mom. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. She's listening. She probably shout out mom. Yeah, she's a cool lady. I'm very thankful for my mom. Thank for my dad too, but I'm really thankful. Today was about about my mom, hmm. and That's she good loves, stuff, she man. loves Daisy really well too, yeah. man. Which is which is awesome. Oh yeah, thanks uh, for sharing, dude. Yeah, that's One, good stuff, man. One other thing I'll throw out is I felt kind of motivated lately too. So, got a couple business ventures. I know I've said that I'm pushing through. My goal is kind of like I said, I'm betting on myself this week, and I've told people I'm going to do it this week. So be on the lookout for that. Um, nice, it's coming. I'm going to do it. So, kind of goes with my the fun size philosophy today a little bit. How I got fun size philosophy. Anyway, that's the end of that. Thank you for listening to my boo hoo hooey. Your boo hoo hooey <laughs> is not, <laughs> is good stuff. So don't think you're complaining and whining because you're not. So yeah. thank you. I know how you are. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but moving on to more joyful things. As you all know, I've been attempting to be a fun person. Yeah. Uh, and Fun. it turns out that I suck at it because I haven't done a single one of the ones I did except you, you did for I did one. I told you guys I love you. Yeah, told you did. Told people I loved them. It was so funny because there's that nowhere you go, hey, man, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you I love were, you too, You were man. so genuinely like, I love you too. I yeah. was like, yeah, thank you. What did you. you think when I said that? Because like, you probably forgot. I was like, that was so nice. <laughs> and, well, I meant it. Oh, man. Um, so I did download a video game because that was one of the other ones. If you yep. don't know what we're talking about, we're trying to get me because I need to start having fun. And making time for that. And so what happened is on Real Talk Live, and last week we made kind of a master list. We've asked you guys to pitch in with ideas. You can do that at www.theremit.live slash real dash talk. And use the submit a button to give an idea for things to do. And the plan is I, every day I'm going to do something. Now, it's going to take me a little bit to warm up. Yeah, he's got to warm so up, So I'm still going to make up the ones that I haven't done. Yes. Okay, so that means i got to go go-karting. Well, here's what happened with that. I've got a fu- There's one in, in the Wayne of Fort that's close to the here. The Wayne of Fort. That's indoor. I'm going to have to go to that one because the outdoor one here isn't doing it right now because it's cold. Oh, yeah, it's cold. So I'm going to go to that. I told people I love them. All right, I have to play a video game. I'm downloading that as we speak. And then uh, there was one more. Do you remember what it was? Oh, uh, braiding hair. Oh, yeah, braiding, braiding hair. Braiding hair. So I did bring that up. and did get a chance to do it last night, but I am going to learn how to do that because um, that was one of them. So today, today, my friend. Mm-hmm. I am going to do something you're not even going to believe. Oh, boy. We're going to do one for today. Okay. One for tomorrow and one for Thursday. And then Thursday, we'll, we'll do them again for the next week. Got you. And I've decided okay. that you, too, are going to do this. Because you told you foolishly made the mistake of telling me that you don't have fun either. It's true. So <laughs> the question remains, do you just want to do the same ones I'm doing? Sure. Or do you want to do different ones? I say we do the same things. This, this becomes Todd and AJ's fun list, and we get to do fun things right. together. And Clint, you bet we're going to film it all. That is true. We are going to film. So, so what's your name? Funter. <laughs> fun you got one through 31, and you can continue to add. 
Right. Let's go ahead. Fun turn. What is our first? So we need three. What's our first number? Three. 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 What is it? Dress up like Thor and get some professional pictures taken. Maybe Sid can take them. This is absolutely incredible. So we're going to have to... I'm just going to change it slightly to superheroes. Okay. Because it... Right? And have... So we need to get a hold of Sydney. Okay. All right? And we need to get this done. Now, clearly, that's going to probably be moved to, like, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Right? And we'll flip it. But, but I'm circling it. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you already have one for today. And we're watching it later tonight. It's nobody. You have to but watch that nobody. one is technically one for another time. Remember, I got to double up. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Don't yeah, worry. It'll up, be baby. fine. So we got that one. Dress up like superheroes. Get professional pictures taken. It's so ridiculous. I want you to understand this is ridiculous, but we I'm going to do it. We can reach out to her tonight. <laughs> What's next? 29. What? Oh, man. 29. <laughs> Visit a pub. All right. We're going to go to a pub. Okay. There's a... Uh, the local we can place. finally celebrate everybody's birthday. That's true. <laughs> oh man, two birds. So I, I mean, we got to really do this. I got to plan this. So yeah. Maybe tomorrow or Thursday for like a lunch. Mm. Uh-huh. All right. And then finally, one more. One more. Seventeen. But 17. I am going to watch nobody tonight. You are right. Yes. What is seventeen? <laughs> Invite yourself to the Joneses' house for dinner. Oh man. So, guess who's getting dinner? Me too. I, I will be, <laughs> so I will be yeah. reaching out to that. You know what? I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to reach out because I know exactly who sent this. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There is no doubt in my mind. The best part is they all signed their stuff. I just had to take out the, the signature. No, that makes sense. I was like, Wait. Hello? Oh, man. I am officially nice. this is good inviting stuff. myself to your house for dinner this week. You got to include me. They have to know I'm coming to. I, I will. I will. All right. Because this is officially Todd and AJ's fun list now. All right. Done. Dude, I, how are you not stressed about this fun list? I already feel stressed about this fun list. I don't know you how you don't you're have not. fun. It, there's so many factors. Get, it, this is why we're unhealthy people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> look, man, look, man, if you just do one, it, it, it's not that stressful. The, the only one that I thought was stressful was the go-karting. That one is a little stressful. It's going to cost me karting, There's a lot of things that got a lot. Dude, we can all do that though, and it's going to be a blast. Because oh, yeah. apparently, this place in Fort Wayne, dude, we these ch- things are so fast. Can you can't drive up, them if you're under 18. We can charge up the GoPros and take the GoPros with us. That's a great idea. So they're going to give the slow one to me because can we? Can we? Can we talk about the pictures for a second? Yeah. Because to be fair, I think we can adjust a little. Becoming mm-hmm. Thor is going to add to it. So I have two options. Either one, we just take professional pictures in some and kind like, of fun way. Or we dress up in medieval things because I have an entire thing of medieval that. things. We, I say we adjust it and do medieval. Medieval. All right. Medieval. Uh, we, have, we have the outfit for this. We will be dressing up as medieval characters. This is great. Swords included. Swords included. And uh, <laughs> we need Cowboy Kenny to join us because he has a full-on armor. Yeah. He has armor now? He yeah, has he has full a armor. full armor suit. No, he knows he how to put it on. I promise when did he buy this? This was, uh, this was before, for Halloween. It was supposed to come for the, for our trunk or treat, and then it just came He late. bought a full suit of armor. Yeah. Yes. We can take you into the other room and show you to you That's right unbelievable. <laughs> and the fa- you know what's crazy about this guy? We're supposed to be family. I don't know anything about this guy. <laughs> I did not know this. Yeah, also, is it leather? No, or it's, it's, it's plain. It's, it's, Do you know how plain. much money he spent on that? Oh, absolutely. And this is why if I ever hear him say, I don't have the money to get a taco, I'm going to go, 
Okay, Cal. Why don't you go clunk around in your armor? <laughs> Has mean, he put it, it on yet? Oh, yeah. yeah he put it, it on. Cool. Oh, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I wouldn't call it, it a full. Yeah, it fits uh-huh. I wouldn't call it a full like plate. It's mail funny suit, because like, it put into perspective. Mail, but definitely, like it has the breastplate. Like, about how heavy it is, yeah. how heavy, and also loud. how loud it is. Because I think about disadvantage stealth. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because we were like try to sneak around. You couldn't do it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that's funny. I had a laugh on the supervillain. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Anyway, moving on. You ready for some fun size philosophy? I'm ready for some fun size philosophy. This is exciting. Fun size philosophy. Here's my thoughts for the day, folks. Thoughts for the day. Now, you've heard some of this, but I've, pon- I've been pondering. Okay. <clears throat> it's, it's wrapped around this idea. Okay. The idea of being great versus settling for mediocrity. Okay. Now, I want to ask you guys this, and this is both of you, and I want you to be bluntly honest. Got you. Now, I know you've been under this a little, like, you've, you've been pushing this area a little bit because of me. Yeah. But maybe, so maybe you have to think about before we got to know each other. When, if I were to tell you that I want to be great or I want you to be great before then, what, what's the feeling that comes to your mind or thought? Doubt. Doubt, okay. Mm. What, what, why? Uh, I didn't believe in myself. Okay, but what about if I said even before, say back in the day you just met me like, I'm going to be great. What would you think about me? Oh, like if you if, said no, that. No, no, no. I wanted both. You answered it. But also let's say you heard me say that about myself. So I'd believe in you. When you first met me? Absolutely. Because you wouldn't have thought I, I was arrogant? I'm, I'm a, no, because I'm a supporter of people chasing their dreams and all that. I've always been like that. What about you, Fun Turn? Mm-hmm. When I first met you, I'd probably go, okay. What does that even mean? Uh, yeah, what, what are you trying to do? I'd probably ask a few questions or just yeah, go, okay, like, cool. Great at what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and or be like, okay, well, it, once I knew you a little bit more, uh, knowing me, I'd probably be like, okay, cool. Or I'd be like, Sure, go do that. So with the, with the half side of like, okay, we'll see. Like the very fact, and you all made my point. I'm going to tell you guys right now. I believe that the only thing holding back the majority of people, the difference between the people that are great mm-hmm. and the people, and what do you mean by great, Todd? Do you mean better than other people? Yeah, I mean people that become great. Whether that's their own definition, because like a great. Whatever realm or arena you want to be in. Yep. You out there listening right now, I bet you most of you do not believe that great is ever a goal that you'll ever reach. That mm. I'm going to become something great. I'm going to. Yeah. But that's because you've been conditioned to accept that there is already a cap on your value. Hmm. Right? Absolutely. That unless you are a movie star, a billionaire, professional athlete, that you cannot be great because that has already been determined for you. Yeah, it's already determined, or it's like I already see the definition of it, and I'm like, no, nope, that can't happen. Like, which I guess that is being conditioned to think that. So, let me give you an example. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. When I say that to people, they most people have. If I say you can be great, they have the thought both of you kind of implied, right? Which is, eh, mm-hmm. you don't believe in yourself. Who taught you? What, what, when did it shift from the little boy that was you who thought he could be a professional baseball player, for yep. instance, right? Yep. To, or, you know, st- famous stand comedian, whatever it was you wanted to be when you were a kid, especially a kid. Because when you're a kid, I remember distinctly saying, I can be a zookeeper, I'm going to be an author, right? I'm going to be a professional. And then life, people begin to tell you what's, quote, realistic and what's not. Hmm. And if you think about that, dreams die as we age. 
So I feel like oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of the opposite. You know how like a seed becomes a flower over time? Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're a child, you're already born with the flower of dreams and like greatness. And then what happens is life begins to choke that out. Oh, definitely. Definitely agree with that. Yes. Why is that? Why? What is it about life that begins to make us believe that dreaming isn't realistic? That we can't... Okay, let me put it a different way. That we can't make our dreams a reality. The older I got, the more I was hurt. By what? By people. Okay, how does Who that Who didn't relate? believe in me. There you go. Right? And they tell you that if you fail in an area or you don't succeed immediately, that mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to happen. That and also like stumbling, stumbling points. What do you mean? Like, for example... Uh, like my music, right? Now, that was when I was even 18. When when the band decided to break up, that's when I was like, nope, that's it. It's over. <laughs> so, like, I, I, allowed that, I allowed a stumbling block to end it. I didn't keep sure. pushing. Well, listen, and that's why I said that makes sense, and I want to use that. So the idea of being great, though, isn't necessarily limited to a specific thing. So say you wanted to be that musician, and somehow you decided in life, okay, that's not going to happen. But the pursuit of that... If you had that belief in yourself, you would have just turned that pursuit of becoming a musician when you hit the wall, right? Because sometimes it doesn't work to some other venture that's still just as great. Interesting. But because you hit that wall of a musician ends, now there's no momentum. There's no, there's nothing. I'm going to fail in everything because I didn't make this. Yeah, because at that point, there was nothing else. When I talk to people, man, most people let other human beings in this world or let the world or let the system or culture society dictate for them what their life's going to be and my question to that is or my i guess my encouragement or my thought is is do you you know as christians we are free we know who we are we are sons of the most high and even if you're not a christian out there you're still made in the very image of god whether you know it yet or not our value is very high yeah so, and I use this not racially, so all the woke people run away. You know, are we slaves to a system that wants us to not believe in ourselves and wants us to settle for being a wage slave and being a person that just feeds the system? Does that make sense? Yeah, because in the ones on top, they don't have to worry about us. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not saying like, say you are a mailman. There's nothing, there's no, I'm not talking about a job. You can be great in this life mm-hmm. and view and make impact regardless of what you do to make money. But I think a lot of us settle into the role that was easiest for us to get, not mm-hmm. what we actually wanted. And so what ends up happening is that, that, I, that, that concept or that um, habit of settling then affects every other part of our life. That's really good, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Very then so. you get stuck in it so deeply that you, you eventually forget what you even wanted. That's what I mean. You're right. Absolutely right. So when I look at, you know, let's look at physical fitness. Okay. I certainly know that, you know, weight and being big, sometimes there's genetic predispositions. Yeah. That's why I didn't say weight. I said fit, right? Let's take that for example. Look at America. What does it say? Right? Let's try to connect these dots. Mediocrity. You can't. B, you have a ceiling on what you can accomplish in this life. You're told that. You're forced to believe that. Yeah. So what happens then? You lose hope. You lose hope. And what happens when you lose hope? 
You do nothing. You do nothing, bro. (laughs) And you take the easiest way in everything, right? Whether that's the fast food, Mm -hmm. whether that's the easy thing. And here's what I've been told, I've heard, Mm. and I believe, okay? Your, the way that you present yourself physically, I'm not, now, uh, fitness is a part of that. Yeah. Particularly with men, I would say, by anybody. But also just the way you take care of yourself. So it's not a weight thing. Is a direct reflection of your own view of yourself. Yeah. Think about it. Also, if you don't put, if you, if you, you've met the people, they don't, they don't take showers, they don't brush their hair, they don't brush their teeth. I'm not talking about missing it. They don't, they don't, they just wake up and move. What does that really say about what, how they view life and view themselves? They're not valuable enough to themselves to take a shower, to brush their hair. Yeah, man. You get what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because it was, and here's what I mean by that. Why wouldn't they? Because they think that even if I did my best, it wouldn't be enough. Wouldn't so be what's enough. the point? Yep. yep. Man, dude. So what my, here's the little, what I'm trying to say. If you're, at, you're in that position and you feel kind of hopeless, you feel like life is kind of like, you know, gray and dull, I got a challenge that you're not going to like. Probably. I'm listening. But start simply. Start making, start making strides in your physical fitness. I'm serious. So I'm not saying you got to go to the gym tomorrow, okay? Though you could, and I, you know, you could go. What I'm saying is it could start as simply as every single day you're going to go walk for 20 minutes. And you're like, well, I can't do that. Then 10 minutes. I can't do that. Then two minutes, and you build your way up. Every single day, whether you're tired, whether it's cold, whether it's raining, whether you're sad, whether your toe hurts, whether you feel it, you get up and you walk every single day. Nice. And after that, for a while, you're going to start to build confidence because you rec- you start to stack up victories, right? Yep. Because all of a sudden, you're going to realize that you're capable of more than you think you're capable of. Right? Absolutely. And then man. it turns to maybe it's it's what's the next step after that? Because it's kind of the same reason the military. You know, we talked to Mad Max about this, and I've known this. Why do you think in the military they make you make your bed? So you start the day off with a victory. Yeah, it's certainly discipline, right? And it's a yeah. discipline. Because if you can do that, you're going to have the mind power and the discipline to do other things. Yep. yep. And that's the thing, man. Don't give up hope if you're out there. I really believe, like I truly believe, like, for instance, our church can change the community, the culture, the world, that we can be a part of that. Some people roll their eyes at that. I don't. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the people that roll their eyes at that, they're settling. That's the way I view it. They're settling for what life's told them is realistic. Because here's the thing. Somebody's going to shape culture. Someone's going to influence something. So why can't it be us? Why can't you walk in faith? Why can't it be us? Because God's really just looking for people that are willing. Man, dude. Does that all make sense? I feel like I've rambled a lot today. No, dude. Just been thinking a lot about, so that kind of tied with what I said motivation-wise, is sometimes I do that to myself even. I've, I've, I've accomplished a lot, and most of the cool things I've accomplished, people told me I couldn't do. Whether that's arena football, whether that's this church, you know, some you can't do this, you can't do that. It's not, it's not realistic. Blah 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 blah. And so, on the one hand, it's like, yeah, I've had successes, but I still, I still have the same resistance. Remember, we talked about that early on. Yeah. The idea of resistance. I hit resistance and don't do the things I want to do. Like these these business ideas, they seem so big. When the truth is, I don't need to do it all at once. I need to take the step to get the ball rolling. Yeah, dude. And so I'm gonna do that. This so, is so good. It's kind of what inspired me today. I love it, bro. So you can do that too. Whatever that looks like. Don't settle for mediocrity. You are made for more than, than gray. You are made, and that doesn't mean you're going to be a millionaire. You don't need to be. No. But if that's a goal, why not? You just, here's what we say all the time. Pick your sacrifice. 
Mm. Whatever you want to do is going to take a sacrifice. So getting up every day and going for that walk is going to take a sacrifice. Less sleep, soreness, yeah. being wet, cold, whatever. But the end result right, is 10 times worth the sacrifice you give. Dude. Anyway, that's my view. Fun size philosophy. Boom. Fun size philosophy is going to be one of my favorite segments because oh, yeah. I, I, I feel inspired even just talking about it. You do too, man. We all talk about philosophy. That's why I was like, you might as well do what we talk about. I love it. This is awesome. Yeah. Do you. Like the thoughts when you go, what do you think about this? That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're great. Believe it. You can be True. great. Moving on. All right. AJ, I'd like to ask you a question. It's an anonymous question. What is it? <laughs> so our first question for the day, we got some great questions for you guys, is AJ. Yes. If you could remember all of your childhood, the good and the bad, would you want to? Oh, man. That's a great question. All of it. All of it. Man. Um... I don't think I would, man. Because, like, it might change who I am now. That's really good. <laughs> so, like, you know, with what I remember, you know, now, I think I would rather just deal with what I have now because it's led me to where I am. And maybe if I did know, it wouldn't. So that's, yeah. Mm. What about you? You kind of made a really good point. Because at first I was like, yes, because... Kind of what I talked about earlier. If I could see certain things, I wonder if I would be more forgiving and understanding. Hmm. But maybe it would have the opposite effect. And I could. would be less. But you're right. I think um, it would change who I am. And without knowing whether that's better or worse, not necessarily want to take that chance. Mm-hmm. Great question, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Philosophical question, by the way. Oh, absolutely it is. Fun turn, you got a thought on that real quick? Um, well, strange, I actually thought when asking the question a lot of what i'm doing in my life right now is unlocking parts of my childhood that i've never thought about or processed um so even the stuff that like recently in my whole journey of life it's been doing this where it is trying to remember everything and then starting to put it together of like what was the cause of okay why did this happen what's the reality of the situation what is everything that happened and let's come to terms with this and then let's process but let's say in this case you actually know everything do you want to know that I think I would because I think looking at myself now, I think that's probably why I have so much pain and at times even anger because I don't understand because I can't see everything fully. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. There you go. Yeah. You're up, my friend. All right. Good answer. (laughs) This is on a lighter note, but if you had to pick between Al Bundy or Uncle Rico for your franchise quarterback, who are you choosing and why? So Al Bundy's from Married with Children, and I remember this guy primarily because our good friend Jason, he he has been – binging the show yep um and then uncle rico is from uh napoleon dynamite which i have not seen however i know the scene they're talking about <laughs> yeah so that being said and i've learned a little info being reminded from jason mm-hmm. i'm going without i mean i'm going with uncle rico mm-hmm. and here's why al bundy was a running back not a quarterback mm. even though he scored what four or five touchdowns in some game mm-hmm. and uncle rico can throw a football over a mountain that's right Listen, man, Uncle Rico, he's my pick, too. He's got, I mean, the confidence level's high. you got to have that swag. And he's got that swagger. He does, man. He's going to lead a team. So I'm, I'm, I'm with Uncle Rico as well. It's crazy. <laughs> good, good question. All right, AJ number two, switching yes. back to more serious. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is just forcing, okay, so they shared an article, and the article is same-sex marriage vote from Senate. There's an article here. Mm-hmm. I feel that this is just foreseeing their beliefs and calling it love. Saying a state has to honor a same-sex marriage, same-sex marriage if it happened in a different state and theirs is against it. What are your thoughts? 
Um, so we kind of glanced over it, and I, I was a little confused at first, but because I was like, wait, is this like a federal thing? But like, it is. So like, um, I agree with what you're saying. You so know. essentially, for everyone here, what happened is they took a vote, and some Republicans, it's a Democrat push vote, some Republicans joined them. And essentially what this does, the, the base level it's going to have is it supposedly protects interracial marriages and same-sex marriages. It's interesting they put those together, like they're the yeah. same. Yeah. But uh, the idea is, so a state can still, is still sovereign if it wanted to later. I'm sure this is because of what happened with the abortion stuff. Yeah. But the state can, because they were afraid the Supreme Court might vote against this probably sometime in the future. So what they said is, what it does, and he, you mentioned this, is that even though a state could say, okay, there's no same-sex marriages happen here, they still have to honor one that happens in a different state, which just, right, what does that mean? It means they can never prevent it because people just drive to that state and then come and home. Then, yeah, exactly. So, so I, I, th- I agree yeah. with what they said. I just think it's a shady, like, take out... Even my view of it, what a shady, ridiculous political thing to get to get around states' rights. Yes, you know what I mean. That's my like beyond the moral and my biblical view of of marriage and what it is. Right? Mm-hmm. That stands against that politically. I think it's shady, and it's a way that sort of once again weakens states' rights, which this country, you know, was built on. Definitely, good question. I wouldn't couldn't agree with you more. Toddy B. Yeah. Can you explain what it means to work out your salvation, like it says in Philippians 2.12? Well, I have it pulled up here for you. Um, so before this, just to be clear, uh, Philippians chapter 2, he's, he's writing to a church in Philippi. And starting chapter 2, it says, If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, make my joy complete by thinking the same way, having the same love, unified in spirit, intent on one purpose, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, mm. but in humility consider yourselves or others as more important than yourselves. Right? And then he, right before that, in verses 5 through 11, it's talking about becoming humble like Christ because Christ gave up you know, the rights of his divinity to come down to this world. And then we start at 12. It's so weird. I know. Yeah. That's what my phone says. Philippians 2.12 <laughs> says, therefore my, dear friend, therefore, my dear friends, just as you have always obeyed, so now, not only in my presence, but even more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That's the verse I'm talking about. But this is why we always want to read verses in context. What's the verse after it say? For it is God who is working in you, both to will and to work according to his good purpose. So there are people out there that will use this verse to, and I'm not saying this is you, you're asking a question, which is awesome. They will point to this to make you feel like you can lose your salvation. Yeah. We know in the context of all of Philippians, but also 12 and then 13 tells us, for it is God who's working in you both to will and to work according to his good purpose. God is the one finishing the good work in you. So clearly he can't be contradicting himself. So what does it mean? I can't wait before I get to that. So then also um, Paul goes on later to say in in. Chapter 3, verse 12, he says, Not that I have reached the goal or I'm already perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I have been taken a hold of by Christ Jesus. Mm. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what's behind and reaching forward to what is ahead, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let all of us who are mature think this way. Mm. That's really and, and, and if you think differently about anything, God will reveal this also to you. So, in that context, we clearly know he's not saying that you your salvation is based on you. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have said it. Remember, he said he held on to me. Mm. So, what it's saying is, work your salvation out with fear and um, trembling. 
Fear in this case is that reverence and awe of like who God is. Yeah. Let's make sure we remember. We need to be obedient. Remember sanctification, the process of becoming more holy? Yep. Um, it's a partnership between the Spirit. God's going to finish it, enables us to do it, but also we need to be obedient to make that process become easier for us, right? Yes. Because God disciplines those he loves, all this stuff. And what it's saying is you need to keep, like we need to obey God. And what will help us obey God is remembering who he is, who we are, and who we'd be without Christ. Mm, that's really and we good. are to pursue, that's what the work is run, we are to pursue being holy, even though he's making us holy. Does that make yes, sense? Yes, absolutely. So that's working really on your good. own, it means being obedient, right? And, and what's going to help being obedient by following God's word and doing what he tells you to do and not doing what he tells you not to do. And what will help you do that is to remember who God is and who you are. And that those things, right? Um, it says in other parts of Scripture, why would you do the things that are essentially going to be what damns other people, right? Yep. You're just saved through Christ. Does this make sense? Absolutely, man. That's so, so good. Great question. Nice. I feel like um, I've talked a lot today. No, man. I, uh, dude, you, it's all been such good stuff. I don't... All right, there's... It. No, thank you. There's another article, and this one hits close to home, AJ. Yes. Uh, there's an elementary school here in town. I'll just tell everyone. Uh, it's called Northern Heights Elementary and, and here in old Whitley County, Indiana. And I'll just kind of give the issue and then let you know, get your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So the gist of it is, in this, in our in our county, right down the road from this church, yeah, is um, parents found out that a lesson, elementary school. Okay, the article headline is elementary school allegedly gives fifth graders lesson on changing gender during puberty discussions. The lesson, which parents claim was given to children as young as ten years old, defines quote biological sex end quote and quote gender end quote as two different things. It also makes the claim that gender roles are socially constructed and are considered to be stereotyping while making the statement that quote everyone's gender identity is unique to them end quote. The lesson essentially makes the argument that if a boy likes to play boys, I'm sorry, that if a girl likes to play boys sports, she's probably actually a boy. Um. So they reached out to the school's principal superintendent and never got a response. And mm-hmm. I, I looked before we started the show just to see, and we still don't have a response. So wow. even close to home now, we're getting this. Mm-hmm. Ten years old as young as. They're pushing this. What are your thoughts on that? Um, what are your thoughts on this article, I guess? Well, I would say that they're only in fifth grade, man. Like, the fact that this is leaking into kids Wild, as, as young as fifth grade is just unbelievable because if i was in fifth grade i would be so confused man mm-hmm. and i feel so bad for those kids because they are just having so many things thrown at them i mean like you know like this 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 first this coming of age of technology is already making it hard for them because there's so much access to so many things mm, and now you're throwing good. in something like this like i mean I, it's it has to be overwhelming so first off my heart breaks for these kids because mm-hmm. like they're having to deal with that now this as well mm. it's like dude that's hard it's man. confusing it's that's confusing yeah. so it sucks i don't like it <laughs> well it makes you more and more realize when you have your own kids about homeschooling man yeah i mean this is close to home you know people always think it's happening on the east coast and west coast it's right here i think mm-hmm. what's really crappy too just being shit oh i said crappy uh quote it says that WCCS, which is Whitley County Community Schools, which is Northern Heights Elementary is, has had major issues with parental trust and education. The former vice president of the WCCS Board of Trustees threatened legal action against a parent for speaking out against ma- mask mandates when that was going on. Yep. And he hired his own law firm to represent the school district. Wow. And the district then adopted new rules preventing parents and citizens from even speaking at board meetings. 
so they so can't even taking, go to board. Taking away your right to speak, once again, I mean, that's completely, it's, you can't do that. It's yeah. unconstitutional. And I, I think it's that. crazy that we didn't get a response. Like, as, from what I've seen, and if I'm wrong, feel free to, to drop the article to us because we'd love to hear their response. Yes, absolutely. Um, but the silence oh, yeah. tells me everything I need to know, probably. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't true, why wouldn't they just come out and say this didn't happen? They're, yep. they're praying and hoping right now that nothing comes because I, I'm telling you, there is somebody within the school system that looked up and went, you have done something so foolish because the second one, they're not allowed to speak at board meetings. So most likely there are kind of like at this church, uh, there's there's like rules we have to follow with mm-hmm. the congregation. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, that's how schools operate as well. There are rules you have to uh, operate by with the public, specifically boards and things like that. You, you have to follow these rules mm-hmm. when interacting with them yeah. or else you're... In one, it's first of all, you're basically you're breaking these rules, and it's not it doesn't go well for you. Hmm. So you're taking away the free. So if somebody gets the gumption to one sue this school, it's a it's a nightmare because you do you have a case for freedom of speech. You do have a case for it. It doesn't it doesn't look good, um, hmm. and just the rules of how you have to interact with the public and you, how you have to talk to them and you have to interact with them still. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I'm not 100% on, but I'm 95% sure you have to. You have to be like... Well, that's that what they're saying. They changed the rules. Yeah, they, they changed, changed their own bylaws and stuff, probably. Man. So, yeah, I agree with you. They could, though, and, and that's what's interesting. I'm curious if there's legal stuff being, you know, already happening. Um, and I don't. I need to look more. I heard about the the, the mask mandate threatening a while yeah. back. I want to point this out, guys. Listen, I went to college, and even the colleges I went to, um, I went to a non Christian college for part of my time, and then I went to a, a quote Christian college end quote. Yeah, their education is liberal, man. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that, you're like, Todd, you're talking about colleges. Who do you think's training your teachers? Yep. You understand exactly. what I'm saying? So these teachers, you and and it's important, parents that you make wise decisions on where you're sending your kids, and two, that you know and talk to your kids about what they're being taught. Absolutely. Because it's, I mean, you think about how much time they spend with these people who have an incredible amount of influence on them. It's a lot. Yep. Yeah, man. I'll tell you an area that cr- we need Christians is, is the education system. Absolutely. We need believers that are diving in the education system, which yes. I think is happening less and less. Yes. Which is so unfortunate. I, yeah. Be curious to know the statistics on that, you know, yeah. sometime. Maybe we'll look that up. Definitely. Dude, when I, when I left school, they a lot of those Christian teachers were like, they had problems, like real problems that they were dealing with. And when I was in high school, there was, were, like, the people who ran the FCCA, mm-hmm. like, he had issues with, like, the board had a problem with him specifically. And mm-hmm. he was a fan, he, was on, he wasn't just head of the FCC, he was a fantastic history teacher, had some of the highest test scores in the whole thing. Yeah. I heard nothing bad about him from not only just his students, but like he helped people. Like I knew people who had learning disabilities that he was not only understanding with, but it helped them get through yeah. a history class. So what's the problems had. he had? The board was just rude to him. Like oh, yeah. he, he had Uh-oh. different things, like the other history teachers would get assets and things and where he wouldn't. And, like, it was known. By senior year, like, so you're, you're basically yeah. adults. So you could see, like, this teacher who's a fantastic track coach. Being treated differently. And you can see he's yeah. being treated by, like, higher-ups in the school system like he's dog water. And it doesn't – it's bad, yeah. man. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of it – like, you could see he was discouraged. And I'm like, sure he was. I, I can only imagine what that's been with teachers now. Now, yeah. It's wild, man. Oh, yeah, because it'd be worse. Even. Uh-huh. Oh, Definitely. Anyway, be praying for our country and be involved in your kids, man. Definitely. And, hey, don't take that stuff. 
if that's really happening, and I'll say this, even though we live in this county, we'll probably get flack. Like, if I, I ain't going to take this. No. If that happens, even though I don't have a kid in that school, or I don't have a kid in that age or anything, I'm going to still be involved in that. We're not going to let some bureaucracy tell us what we can and can't say and can't talk about. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. So that's not going to happen. So anyway, hmm. close up shop. We got a long, we gave him a long episode. Oh, today. yeah. This is, I already but, know this is long. Uh, so we're going to make this real quick. <laughs> Goodbye. You got anything you want to say? Love you guys. If you guys are watching from any social media platform, please like, share, and comment, and leave a blurb as to why you're watching it. Love you guys. I'm getting a call. Oh, weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, fun turn. Make it real fast. All right. fast. You, get, you know what it is. Leave us a review on all your podcasting stuff. Please give us a five-star review, and uh, we would really appreciate that. Thank Boom. you, brother. Perfect. Hey, we love you guys so much. Hey, really listen to what we said earlier. Go back and take a listen. Think about this. God gave you dreams. You got stuff inside your heart you want to do, accomplish. Stop letting the lies in your head and this world tell you what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. Because look who's walking with you. If you're a believer, mm. right, nobody can stand against right who's behind you. That doesn't mean everything's always going to work out the way you want it to work out. But listen, and I mean this, dreams aren't always about, and greatness isn't about achieving the goal. It's about the pursuit of the goal. Right? That whole idea that if you aim for the stars, you end up on the moon or something, it's a, it's a good concept. Or if you aim for the moon, you might end up in the stars. I think that's what it is. Mm. Some, some corny thing. But that does, that does make sense. <laughs> so remember that. You, uh, you're capable of far more than you think you are. Mm. We love you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed this monster-sized episode probably. Oh, yeah. Pray for us. We're praying for you. Have a great day, and God bless you.